0: This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by Living Stones Masonic Magazine. Visit LivingStonesMagazine.com Our lives are surrounded by rituals. There are rituals performed when we are born, as we celebrate each year of life, as we progress through our formal education, Even as we lay down our working tools to embark on that journey towards that undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns, our family and friends gather and begin to participate in rituals to remember and honor our existence. We are bound by rituals, even beyond the grave. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Winding Stairs. I am your host Juan Sepúlveda and I thank you once again for joining me on this journey up the winding stairs. In Freemasonry, it is clear that rituals are important. But oftentimes, when we hear the word ritual, we limit our thinking to religious, spiritual ceremonies. But I have been reading about rituals because I wanted to get to understand rituals better, not just in the context of masonry, but also in our daily lives. In the upcoming weeks, I will be discussing through different episodes of The Winding Stairs, the various aspects of rituals from the earliest rituals that we know about to perhaps daily rituals that we perform in order to de-stress gain more control of our lives and those insidious rituals that we engage on unconsciously things that we methodically do day in and day out almost religiously and that might be impairing our growth it might be causing strife in our lives and families so i encourage you to listen to this episode and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes of the winding stairs where i will be discussing how rituals affect our lives, how they bring us together as a community, how they bring us closer to our own individualism. How do we get to know ourselves better? And rituals oftentimes also connect us with the creator. I encourage you to think about the Masonic ritual of initiation. For the candidate, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of uneasy feelings, not knowing what's going to happen once they walk into the lodge. But there's a ritual that's going to take place and it's going to help that candidate remember a certain set of lessons for the rest of his life. There is a great importance in practicing these rituals to the best of our ability. To create a memorable experience for the candidate, to help as much as we can in cementing the ideas and the teachings that are contained within the allegorical lessons of Freemasonry. I'm sure you have heard me say that it is important for us to take these solemn moments and and take them very seriously, to put our hearts and minds into creating the best experience for that candidate that is going through. We owe it to to our brethren to create a great experience for them. They will go through this once in their life. As a candidate, you will be initiated just one time. You will be passed just one time and you will be raised just one time. Would not you want that experience to be the absolute best for that individual? If there is any value in the ritual, shouldn't it be done to the best of the participants' abilities in order to maximize the efficiency of delivering the message? According to Professor Kathleen Voss, she's a professor at Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota, uh, she conducted a series of experiments to to find out if there was any validity to the perception that ritualizing something could have an effect on consumption. Basically, the hypothesis was that when someone is going to go through an experience, will engaging in a ritual before that experience enhance the experience? And the results were very, very compelling. And I want to share some of those with you. The first question that was to be answered in the experiment was, do rituals enhance consumption? That was the simple premise of the experiment. They took 52 subjects, provided them with chocolate. They wanted to separate these 52 individuals into separate groups and expose them to a different way of consuming that chocolate. You might think, well, how does eating chocolate uh, compare to an existential enlightening experience like the initiation of of Freemasonry. And one thing that you'll find out is that it just it's not limited to trivial or mundane activities as just eating a piece of chocolate. This is something that applies to uh, other areas of life. And here's what they found out when they gave the piece of chocolate to people. Some individuals were just giving a piece of chocolate. Asked to wait a particular amount of time. And then they simply consumed it. While the other group actually took the time to unwrap the chocolate, break an individual piece, and eat the chocolate. That simple ritual of taking the time to actually open the chocolate and break off a piece... It's a, it's a series of steps, almost as if in a ritualistic kind of way. Enhance the experience of consuming that chocolate. In the results, they, the, the subjects who actually performed the ritual before eating the chocolate, they said that they were willing to pay more money for the chocolate they consumed. Not only that, but they enjoyed the experience more. If you think about how this applies, if we are able to create a memorable ritualistic experience for our candidates in which they, they go through this initiation process in a solemn, high-quality way, they will enjoy the experience more, and they will be willing to spend more, and not necessarily money, but spend more of their time or value more that which is given to them. Isn't that what we want after all? To make sure that these individuals get the lessons that are, that are veiled behind the Masonic ceremonies. Get them to value them. If we can do that, we can get these people to really make a difference in their lives. So it should be our, our commitment to make sure that just like the people that came before us, that tried to do a very good job so that our experience in Masonry was a fulfilling, enlightening one, we need to do that for the rest. And you've, you've heard me talk about this before. You know, the, the whole horse playing and goat sound and, you know, people chuckling in the middle of a ceremony. That's something that just detracts and takes away from the value and the quality of the initiatic experience. The Winding Stairs is sponsored by Living Stones Magazine. Brother, if you haven't had a chance to check out Living Stones Magazine, I encourage you to do so today living stones is a monthly publication that features articles by brothers like charles harper cliff porter and tim hogan among many others these articles are very insightful and should spark that desire for you to continue your search for light and masonry you can even bring them to lodge and share them with your brother as a contribution to masonic education you can download a free copy of living stones magazine today by going to livingstonesmagazine.com and click on free stuff. That way you get a chance to read it before you buy it. Livingstones is available in printed and digital version. Go to livingstonesmagazine.com. The Winding Stairs is also made possible by freemasonryart.com. I recently published a new collection of art related to the liberal arts and sciences. As you know, Freemasonry expresses its teachings through allegorical means, these represented by symbols. Those symbols are powerful. Go to freemasonryart.com, and you can see how I utilize these symbols to create a work of art that can remind you of the lessons contained within the different degrees in Masonry. Go to freemasonryart.com. On a separate experiment, which is part of the same research, the scientists gave the subjects carrots to consume. But they wanted to know if, if the participants' awareness of being part of a ritual or a predetermined set of movements would have an effect on the overall enjoyment of the consumption of the carrots. They wanted to test this. Therefore, they let some of the, the people in the group know that they were going to perform a set of steps before consuming the carrots. While another part of the group was just asked to do some random movements. What the results showed was that the people who knew or were aware that they were going through a particular ritual before consuming the carrots, they enjoyed the experience of the experience of consuming the carrots more they rated that experience as more pleasurable than the group that performed random movements before consuming the the carrots. Furthermore, they took this experiment a little bit further and created a delay between the performing of the ritual and the actual consumption of the carrots. What do you think happened? Surprisingly enough, creating that void, creating that gap of time between the ritual and the consumption, heightened the subject's perception of the value and allowed them to enjoy the experience even more. Now here I want to draw a parallel with some of our experiences in masonry. In some jurisdictions, uh, once an individual becomes an entered apprentice, he cannot... Uh, necessarily participate from a stated meeting, or the regular meeting of the lodge. Instead, he continues to meet individually or in a group with people that are gonna mentor or instruct them into the different steps and lessons of that degree. Therefore, there is an anticipation, and there is a, a gap of time created between the moment in which they go through their ceremony, And the actual time in which they're able to participate from a full meeting. I suspect that if we were to take the lessons contained within this research paper and try to find out if they are parallel to the enjoyment of these other brothers, there might be a correlation here. We might see that these people performing a ritual. It's going to increase their satisfaction or their enjoyment of the of the ritual. But that gap that we create between the ceremony and the time that they actually go and sit and participate within a lodge. That will also increase the the perceived value of what is being done. Which leads me to a question. If this is the case. Wouldn't you think that what they find within the meeting itself needs to be very valuable? Otherwise, the expectation built on these individuals is going to be met with disappointment. Clearly, this is not what we want. What we want is to take these men from their current state, help them understand the lessons that are within the allegorical teachings of Freemasonry, and help them apply them to their lives. They're building this anticipation, getting to learn a little bit of the catechism, learning a little bit of the history of masonry, learning about so many aspects of masonry without yet setting foot inside the lodge for a stated meeting. We want that experience once they cross the threshold of of that door. We want that experience to be one that fulfills that expectation. There are many ways in which we can do this, and... One of the things that I'm committed to do is to explore the the possibilities of how can we actually uh, bridge this gap of expectation and and help brothers really get a lot of value out of the stated meeting. Business has to be taken care of. That's not a mystery. It's unfortunate to see many lodges that lose historical buildings. Because they have fallen into this repair or the finances of the of the lodges are not sufficient to sustain these these buildings. Hopefully, if we work together and we find some answers to these elusive mysteries of how can we actually deliver on the expected value to all of the members of the fraternity? that we don't have any brothers coming in joining excitedly anticipating great things and for them to just walk away disappointed we want everybody to get great value of coming to the meetings we have a lot of competition when it comes to the attention of the younger brothers we have smartphones we have gaming devices we have on-demand information out there on the internet and everywhere. We need to make sure that the time that they take away from their work and family to spend in the lodge is one that is truly fulfilling to them. That they don't even think about it. On their meeting night, they actually get on the car and go anticipating great things in that meeting. I'll leave you with this thought. We know that the lessons contained within the royal arts are edifying. We know that when applied efficiently to our lives, they can really make a difference. Not just in our life, but in the life of the people that surround us. Now I ask you this. What are you going to do in order for you to make the experience of your brethren in your lodge more enjoyable? Is there anything that you can do within your current position in order for you to maximize the benefit of us going through the rituals? Are you going to be that brother that actually takes great pride in making sure that their floor work is impeccable? So that the people that are participating in the ritual itself can really derive great benefit and really increase their perception of the value of what we're teaching them. I hope that your answer is yes to that. And I hope that you also help us keep our commitments. Help us keep that standard high to make sure that everything we do, we do it with great care and great solemnity so that we can really make a difference in the life of the brethren that surround us. Well, brothers, there you have it. This was episode one of our third season the Winding Stairs is now beginning a third season. We began this project in 2013, and it has been a very exciting process. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to it. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you to tell another brother, tell one or two brothers that they can find some Masonic content at The Winding Stairs. And also, I wanted to, to let you know that in addition to the podcast, you can find us on YouTube on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply search for The Winding Stairs and you should be able to find us. Uh, More especially, we've had really, really interesting conversations at the Winding Stairs Freemasonry group. We've created an open group where we post questions. Most of the conversations that happen on The Winding Stairs podcast continue happening on the uh, Facebook group. So I invite you to go check it out. Also, I want to give... A special thanks to uh, the brothers of the Masonic Roundtable for the support they've shown for the the winding stairs in social media and through the show. Uh, for those of you who haven't found out yet, the Masonic Roundtable is a YouTube channel and podcast in which I'm a part of, along with four other exceptional brothers, Robert Johnson from Whence Came You Podcast, Nick Johnson from the millennialfreemason.com, John Rourke, who is the main host of the Masonic Roundtable, and Jason Richards, who also writes for the blog The Two Foot Ruler, as well as The Midnight Freemasons. I invite you to check out our podcast at the MasonicRoundtable.com, where we discuss very interesting topics, current news in Freemasonry. You don't want to miss it. If you enjoyed the music featured on this episode of The Winding Stairs, I invite you to check out the music of Infinite Third. A very special thanks goes out to Bill and Mace the Third, who has been very supportive of the show by providing some tracks. I really, really enjoy his music. I listen to it on my leisure time, and I invite you to do the same. Go to infinitethird.com. You can also find him on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash infinitethird. Finally, I want to to remind you, brothers, that some of the episodes that you find on The Winding Stairs are shorter versions of some talks and lectures that I give at lodges. If you are interested in bringing me over to your lodge, I'll be more than happy to discuss the details with you. Simply send me an email to Juan Sepulveda at TheWindingStairs.com or send me a message through any of the social media networks that I have mentioned before. And I would love to make that happen. I look forward to continue the discussion about rituals. As I mentioned in upcoming episodes, I encourage you to also participate on your points of view regarding ritual, the importance of ritual, the importance of solemnity during degrees. I thank you once again for joining me on this program. I encourage you to listen again and join us next time as we continue our journey up the winding stairs.